Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello again. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. A little sleepy. A little sleepy. It's getting to be that time of year, man. What time time of year where I sleep? The the chilly, cozy type of year where it's like <laughs> It's so weird and like gross and cold and dark and yucky outside that you're like, man, I just want to go home and cuddle and be cozy in my blankets and like watch <laughs> nice soft movies. Like it's the cozy, sleepy time of year. <laughs> Makes more sense. Sorry. I forget sometimes that other people aren't inside my brain with me. So you like know, if I'm I thinking something. Not. <laughs> if I'm thinking about something you probably don't know about. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> It's also that time of year. The coughing time of year? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, one of the girls that I work with is sick. And I'm waiting for her to get her COVID test results. And I'm like, please, please tell me that you were negative. Because we hang out outside of work. Like, we were friends before we were coworkers. <laughs> I um, was horribly embarrassed today. I oh, yes. had to go over to Frandor. Mm-hmm. And then make an appointment for more birth control. But I walk in and I immediately, oh my God, before I left the house, I was like, I got to remember to bring a mask. I know I don't need it for the bus. No. And I walked in and I was like, oh my God, no. How embarrassing. And the lady at the desk was like, "It's a, I have some, it's okay. I was like, I'm so I sorry. <laughs> I promise I'm not an anti-masker. I just forgot. <laughs> um, they um, just hired some new staff. Very nice. I have not met them yet, but. No, um, the two people that I saw were definitely people I've seen before. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Good. Good, good, good. Um, but yeah. Then I went and spent, I also took in all of the change that was in my piggy bank. Yes. Not the change that I have been p- letting pile up on the kitchen table because there was no room in my piggy bank. Aha. So now there's already change in my piggy bank again. Outstanding. Um, but I took all that in. It was about 80 bucks. Shit, dude. Good for you. Uh, and then I immediately went to Petco and bought the dog's Christmas presents. Oh, my God. And sweaters, so. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Don't have as that money anymore. Put sweaters on. I need you to send me pictures of the dogs with sweaters. Of course, I will. <laughs> Are they around? Can you tell me what you got them for Christmas? Well, they do, in fact, don't understand English. So. I mean, you're wrong, but I don't have time to argue that with you. Um, I got Lana this teddy bear. Oh. And it's got a squeaker in it and little <gasps> crinkly feet. And oh. a Santa hat that says 2022 on it. That's really sweet. And crinkle toy kind of a girl? She's a anything kind of girl. Anything except for like a ball. She's not picky. I love that. All right. um, All she right. only likes to play with a ball if Lance is playing with a ball. That makes and sense. She, she doesn't want him to. Her. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> want him to do it. No. Um, I want to play with it so you can't. I got her a little. Um. I don't know what to call it. It's like <laughs> kind of like a little stuffed longer, like dog, and that's gonna go in her stocking, and then. I got Lance a ball to put in his stocking. Beautiful. Ball boy. And then I got ball him a, an octopus with a Christmas hat on it that's got really long legs. Is he a grab the toy and shake it kind of boy? Oh, yeah. They both are for sure. Oh, yes. I love dogs that are shake it dogs. 
and then that's what I got them today. I already got them two other things. Did There's you one get them cookies? What do you say? Did you get them cookies, treats? I did not. I kind of let Randy do the buying of treat stuff. Fair enough. Just because he knows better brand-wise and stuff. That's fair. What He also knows, like, they them. have sensitive bellies, don't they? Yeah. So. So, especially. Now, more than sense. ever, I'm like, eh, you can feed them. That makes sense. I'll let and you handle that. My yeah. So, they'll get toys from me. That's really wholesome. I have not started my holiday shopping yet. What? I. <sighs> we are halfway through November. My friend, I just had a wedding. And I. And that was. Three weeks two ago. weeks ago. Three and weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Here's the, here's the you thing. You take a week off and then you jump back into it. It's it time. Was, it was so expensive. <laughs> it was so I'm well aware. Expensive. I'm trying to pay for one. I, oh, it's too expensive. And I am doing my best. <laughs> we need to uh, catch up on a couple of very quick things. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be fine. We did I tell you about the cat that we fostered for like two weeks? Yeah. Okay. His sweet, sweet little face. We called him Onion. Yes. We could not find his people. Did we yes. talk about this on the podcast? No. Oh, thank God. Okay. I was like, I hope I'm not over explaining this again. That's a fucking nightmare for me. <laughs> because I'm worried that if I over explain things, people are gonna think that I think they're stupid. And I'm like, no, that's not it. I just don't remember. If I if I told you this or if you already know this, like who the fuck is to say? <laughs> um, so we found this cat outside of my p- workplace. Mm-hmm. He had been walking around for a little while. At one point, he had a collar on, and it got removed because it was around one of his little leggies. Oh, you did not tell me that. That part was not uh, made clear to me until after we had already brought him into the house for a little while. I'm like, what the fuck happened to the collar? And nobody has any answers for me. So we picked him up. We drove him out to the animal shelter. We had them scan him for chips because if he has a microchip, I want to take him back to his people. He was maybe (laughs) he's too friendly to be a feral cat. Yeah. Too, too, too friendly. And I picked him up. He let me hold him. And I like looked around I checked him for fleas and ticks and stuff just off the bat and then I I smelled him he smelled like a, like people's house he smelled like a house like a home he smelled like onions and that's why we named him onion oh you did you also did not tell me that now you know <laughs> um he's also a little ball of chaos like the character onion on steven universe which i know you don't watch but caleb and yes I love. But that's what you told me you did not tell me that he smelled like he onions, also smelled which like onions. i would have resonated more with he smelled like onions that was the first reason and then <laughs> once we got to know him a little better we were like oh no this totally fits um they could not find a chip for him so I had checked Facebook. I had checked Craigslist. I posted on Nextdoor a couple times. I'm like, hey, is anybody missing a cat? Like, if you are, please tell me what this cat looks like. Because uh, I'm not just going to give a rando a cat. Right. <laughs> you never know what people are going to do. No. People are disgusting. People are terrible, terrible. Um, so I need to know that you are actually indeed missing a cat. And nobody responded. Nobody said anything. So we gave him to Nat. We gave him to Natasha. Which, like, at the very, like, it sucks that nobody responded if 
but he's going to it a was really somebody's good home. Well, that also, but also, like, you didn't have to vet through, like, somebody lying about it being, oh, for sure. being creepy or weird Are about you it. Sure? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Nat just sent me some pictures of the sweet baby onion who uh, they have renamed, they call him Hamchi. It's short for ham and cheese. Yeah, I I did get that. I, <laughs> I made that, that connection. Was so fucking weird. I was like, "What?" They were like, "Yeah, I, I, ham and cheese." I was like, "All right, sure, yeah. whatever, man. It's your cat. I don't care." Um, and they sent me some pictures today, and I was like, "Look at this sweet little baby, and he looks so happy." So oh, that's good. Uh, it all ended really, really well. All is well nice. that ends well. Now that we're almost ten minutes in, <laughs> uh. I'm, I'm Brittany. <laughs> I'm Raina. I was waiting for you. <laughs> this is Juice Moses and Chainsaws. Uh, today we're talking about Final Destination 5. Yes. Which may um, or may not be the last Final Destination movie. <laughs> uh, do you want to guess a budget? $10 million. You're too low. This was 15. shot in 3D. Oh, wait. Okay, hold on. I rescind my 15 because that came out at the same time that my answer came out. Yes. So I will let you guess again. Um, I need you to know before I give you an answer that my first notice from the title credits, I bet this was 3D. <laughs> well, what makes me happy while watching this, though, is that it's not as horrible as, like, do you remember Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare? Vaguely. The 3D in that was not good. It was not cute. Which, granted, that was almost, like, 20 years apart, but, like, it's, and 3D... it's painfully, like, obvious. Yeah in movies from the 80s or the 90s <laughs> they wanted to put anything coming at you that they possibly could can we yeah, throw this at the audience because there's this? one friday the 13th that's in 3d and that one's oh my god there's like somebody like yo-yoing <laughs> towards the uh, camera at one no. point <laughs> um so i like that for this one you can tell that it was meant for 3d but it's not like overwhelming <laughs> it could be worse <laughs> Yes. Um, now knowing that this uh, movie was shot in 3D and it's more than ten million dollars, I think that the budget for this was twenty million dollars. Uh, the budget for this was forty million. Holy fuck! Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, do you guess what this made in the box office? Oh my god. I hope it broke a hundred. Did it a hundred? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 150? You're pretty close. It's uh, 157.9. Nice. So I made a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, well done. Originally, <laughs> when they announced... So they had confirmed in March of 2010 that this was going to happen. And then... In June of 2010, they said that the movie was going to be named Five, like the number five, mm -hmm. N-A-L, Destination. Ew. Five-null? Yeah. Five-null Destination. Um, obviously, that changed. <laughs> thank God. And we thank God for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> horrible, Ugh. horrible. Um... According to, what is this? 
the problem is sometimes I just write last names and I don't write the first names and I don't write who the person is to the project. This guy's last name is Heiserer. Okay. (laughs) I don't know who he is to this. Um, According to him, Final Destination 5 was always meant to be, and this is a spoiler alert if you haven't seen it at this point, this is a prequel. Yes. Um, It was always meant to be a prequel, according to this guy. Um, Also, he said that one major problem... Oh, he was a writer. (laughs) I kept reading my notes. He said that one major problem that he encountered while writing this movie was coming up with good death sequences, believing that managing to do so in the world of Final Destination is ridiculously hard. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, after four other movies... How do I keep this fresh and exciting for the audience? Right. Um, he also said that the inspiration for Olivia's death sequence, which was the Lasix scene, ah! came after his wife underwent the same type of surgery. <gasps> I was like, were you just like... Eyes? I doubt that's what happened. Oh, thank God. I'm thinking that it was just some either of them being paranoid about it or something. This is why I won't get LASIK. I just like my glasses. <laughs> I could do without my glasses. At the start of the pandemic, when people, like, we first had to start masking, uh, I could not figure out how to get my glasses to quit fogging up. It was fucking terrible. I went in and got examined for contacts and everything, and I oh, literally wow. couldn't, I couldn't get them in my eyes. Um, I would have loved to have not had to wear glasses, but I will <laughs> never, ever, ever get LASIK. My glasses um, fall down my face a lot just because they're kind of heavy because they're big, right? Yes. And thick lenses. Um, So only about half the time would fogging up be a problem with masks. That's excellent. Just because they fall down so much. I remember remember one of the regulars at the time um, who... Sometimes he wears contacts somewhere. Sometimes he wears glasses. He was like, oh, man, all this time, your glasses falling down your face was just you prepping for masks, wasn't it? And I'm like, what the fuck? Leave me alone. <laughs> I, like, like, yes, I have been planning this pandemic. Well done. I was like, I mean, it helps. But please don't call attention to it. <laughs> please just leave me alone. Um, apparently, the Advertising Standards Authority in the UK ruled that... There's a weird echo. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Hold on. If I move my hands away, is that better? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I could just hear myself, and I was like... My hands were too close to my phone. What are these noises coming from the other room? I don't like it. It's a thud. Many thuds. I can't tell... The problem is I can't tell where it's coming from. It's like, it could be the basement could be random soon. It could be the kitchen. Um, but anyway, the Advertising Standards Authority in the UK ruled that the original theatrical poster, which had been used on buses and trains during the summer, I think it's just Lance in his crate. Oh, <laughs> But he's not in the crate. So. <laughs> like, Randy's home. Maybe he just wants to run around and make noise. He might get... Does he have the zoomies? Oh, God. All the fucking time. So I think I hate it. No, it's so cute. No. I love when animals get the zoomies. 
I no. wish I got the zoomies. No. I would love to get the zoomies. Even just like a small amount of extra energy would be great. <laughs> um, but they ruled that the original theatrical poster, quote, was likely to cause fear and undue distress to children. <laughs> and they said that the advert must not appear in the original form again. Oop. Warner Brothers countered, saying that the poster quote, accurately reflected the content of the film in an appropriate manner without causing excessive fear or distress. They also said that the poster's dark gray and black colors were unlikely to engage the attention of young children and that the picture did not feature people, blood, or display any real-life violence. Then what did it display? And then the ASA said that they had received 13 complaints with three stating that their children aged between one and three had been upset. Which How? is hilarious. I don't know. You're, like, a one-year-old's upset ch- at everything. They're upset about everything, dude. Yeah. They're brand new humans. They don't know how to handle that shit yet. Right. Ugh. I don't know. Um... <sighs> Dry throat. Ugh. The guy that plays Peter, mm-hmm. uh, the best friend, his name is yeah. Miles Fisher. Mm-hmm. He is also a singer. I need to take a drink of water. That's so dry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <coughs> so sorry. No worries. Um. Uh, his name is Miles Fisher, and he's mm-hmm. a singer. And I brought this up, but this was during American Psycho, so literally like two years ago. Um, but he's got two distinct like horror movie music videos. Okay. One is a there's a weird echo again. Oh, fuck, I'm too close to the phone. Sorry. <coughs> and I can't stop coughing. This is a nightmare. The world's worst podcast episode. <laughs> um, but he's got one where it's a cover of um, American Psycho. No, that's not a song. I'm trying to think of the name of the song. <laughs> it's him as Patrick Bateman. But it's a cover of This Must Be the Place by the Talking Heads. But then he's got another one. Um which is an original song called New Romance, which it's super catchy, but it's in the style of, like, Saved by the Bell. Weird. Um, but it's, like, all these, all the people from this movie. Um, but it's them, like, in the universe of Saved by the Bell, but they all keep dying in, like, Final Destination ways. Dun, dun, dun. It's really funny. I'll send it to you after, after this. Um, this has a 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. The site says it's still only for the gore-thirsty faithful, but Final Destination 5 represents a surprising return to form for the franchise, which I would agree. Force sucks. But we didn't watch that, so... We didn't watch that, so I can't speak to that, I don't feel like. A lot of people, um, talked about how intense the opening scene is with the yes. um, with the bridge mm-hmm. which is very intense it's very long um, 
I also think it's shot really well. It is. I agree. Um, somebody called Todd Gilchrist from Box Office Magazine declared the film to be the best 3D horror movie ever made. Well, it's certainly better than My Bloody Valentine 3D. That's true. <laughs> um, a lot of people praise this one for improving on the weak CGI from Final Destination 4, which also is called The Final Destination because they wanted it to be the last one. <laughs> Oops. But then it did really well in the box office, so they made another one. Because that's what productions do. Yeah. Production companies. Um, Alright, so in 2019, a new installment was announced to be in development. Uh, but they just told us this was the last one. Yes, but that was in 2011. I'm sorry, I believed you the first time when you told me you were done making movies. Yeah, you can't believe that. And then in, which is really funny because in August of 2019, Devin Sawa expressed interest in returning to the franchise. No. I was like, you're dead, dude. You died canonically. We talked about it in Final Destination 2. Not you and I, but like they mention it in the movie that he's dead. Um, but I love Devin Sawa. So if they did reboot it, he should be involved. Uh, and then in March 2020, the series producer, his name is Craig Perry, said that this new one would be set in the same canon as the first five films and would focus on first responders um, saying we're toying with having it take place in the world of first responders, EMTs, firemen, and police. These people deal with death on the front lines every day and make choices that can cause people to live or die. So why not put these people in a nightmare situation where every choice can bring about life or death, but now for themselves? Because that's cruel and they've been through enough. Right. <laughs> and then in October of 2020, uh, the guy who created the series, Jeffrey Reddick, confirmed that a sixth film had been in the works prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. But we don't know where that leaves us. And those are all my previewing notes. Interesting. Would you go but, see a Final Destination 6? I would. Um, if not only for the purpose of just, like, having seen one in theaters. I've... Obviously, I mean, the original came out in, what, like, 2000, 2001? Something like that. I think 2000, because, I mean, the opening scene's a plane crash. I don't think yeah, they would. Yeah, you could. Well, uh, well I want to get into that um, with you later during this podcast. What do you, what? I think we talked about that when we did cover it. When we covered the first film, we talked about how... That's absolutely pre-9-11. Like, you could not get away with that plane crash today. Yeah. But then later, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched this yet, um, we see the plane crash from the inside. And I feel like you could not... How did we get away with that? What do you mean? I brought it up to Caleb. How did we get away with that? What do you mean by we? Get away with what? Showing a plane crash? It's graphic! 
at that point we're living in a post lost world so we've already what that means i'm sorry like the tv show lost oh oh i see what you're saying i was like what do you what do you mean a lost world sorry (laughs) (laughs) um yeah at that point i mean it's been 10 years at that point in time and we've already given lost like how many fucking emmys I've actually never seen Last, but is it's fine. They <laughs> crash their plane. They're on an island. A bunch of weird shit happens, and I'm pretty sure well, they cause to go home. they're dead the whole time. They don't get to go home. Oh, that's the plot twist at the end of the series. Oh my god, it's a pretty controversial um, ending to a show. I knew it was a controversial like plot twist. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, they were dead the whole time. Wow. Was this just their brains, like, playing through, like, what could be? Um, People have interpreted it to be, like, a form of purgatory. Ugh, that would suck. Because at the end, like, it's just the one guy by himself, and then he finally dies. Not finally, but, like... Fucking finally! Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, my first note says I hate Isaac. (laughs) breaking up with your boyfriend before a big trip uh what could possibly go wrong well but she didn't want to talk about it (laughs) but also it's not like a big trip she canceled the ticket for her trip and then they were going on a business retreat for the weekend i misunderstood what was happening then (laughs) yeah so so some context her so Sorry. Sam Sam and Molly, our main male and our main female character. <laughs> um Sam, they all these people work at the same business together. Mm-hmm. Um Sam comes up to Molly and is like, Hey, you canceled your ticket. Why'd you do that? And she's like, I really don't want to talk about it. Like, we can talk about it after this weekend. Keeps pushing her, keeps pushing her, keeps pushing her. And she's like, Fine, like this isn't working out. I don't want to go to Paris with you. Which, note, they're going to Paris. <laughs> Obviously, at this point in time, we do not know that it is May 2000. No, we have no idea. How no. could we know? There's no way to have known. Um, but yeah, so he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't really want to talk about it. Like, let's just get through this weekend and then we can talk about it. Um, so she breaks up with him right before they are going on this business retreat for the weekend. I thought that the business retreat was a much bigger deal than what it actually was. No. But I My understand. Dad. Because there was a lot happening in that moment. There also, for some context for how I viewed this movie, our, uh, the building that we live in was built in 1912. And that is when the heating system was from. So we have radiators. And they are super fucking loud so this entire movie because it was so cold last night all I heard I had to survive on subtitles it's a good thing we normally watch with subtitles because all I heard the whole time was and it sucked yeah I hated that yeah it's terrible so Um, there's that I'm sorry in advance I probably missed some things my friend that's okay I can explain them Hell yeah. Um, 
we we also get like so much information in this opening scene yes because we learn we learn that peter and sam are best friends we learn that sam hates his sales job we learn that peter is sam's boss we learn that sam is a cook training like a chef chef (laughs) he's a chef and that um his but peter is like I'm telling you, this is your friend. Like, you need to pick whether you're going to be the chef guy or you're going to be the sales guy. Yeah. You can't do both. Because he sucks at sales. <laughs> um, we also learned that Peter is dating Candace, who is an intern. I need to know the age difference. I don't like it. She can only be... I mean... She's a senior in college. Wait, which one is Candace? Candace is the intern. Candace is Peter's girlfriend. She's a is gymnast. She the, she, uh, not the one with the glasses. No, that's Olivia. Okay. Then I clearly was not paying enough attention to Candace. Candace is Peter's girlfriend. She is a senior in college. She's a that's... gymnast in college. She is an that. intern. I hate that. Peter is her boss. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about this, Ned Fulmer? <laughs> Don't bring that up. I'm so sad still. I mean, that she wasn't an intern. Not that that makes it better. She but, may as well have been. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't. And that's the problem. Ugh. Is that it is someone who worked for their company <laughs> for whatever, five years, however long. Ugh. Um, but that's a whole separate thing. Fuck you, Ned. That I'm sad about. Fuck you, Ned. <sighs> sad. That's how Sue sees it. That is how Sue sees it. Dude, I have their fucking cookbook. <laughs> Raina, no. The one that he wrote with his wife, not the no. Try Guys. That makes me so sad. And no, I know what you're shelf. talking about, and that makes me sad. It's very sad. Uh, <laughs> I saw somebody on TikTok who also has that cookbook, and when all of this dropped, they replaced uh, Ned's face with Young Gravy's face. I don't know anything about Young Gravy. He is a 26-year-old white rapper from Minnesota. He loves MILFs, uh, and who among us cannot relate? He, um, like, shot his shot on Ariel's, I think, Instagram or something. I didn't read the full story, but he, like, shot his shot. Um, Hmm. And she, like, gave him a subtle little, like, nudge back. And I was like, okay, all right, is this going someplace? Um, But from what I hear now, that is not the case. No, because I'm sure they're going to stay together. That's I hope they don't. I want them to divorce. Um. So there's that. Let's get off this topic. Um, Olivia is her name. My Glasses. next note. Yes. She says they're called tits. It's very funny. Hysterical. Which, like, if you're an intern, like, is it just because you're sleeping with your boss that you feel like you could talk to somebody else who actually works there that way? Yeah. Like, mm. you're 22. Olivia is an adult <laughs> um their boss is that guy yeah that guy <laughs> it's that guy it's that guy you know we all know him 
we really do. When you see him, you'll know him. You'll go, oh, hey, it's that guy. Because that's my exact note. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my mom hates that guy. I, he, I because he that. plays, like, the same, like, douchey character and everything. He's, and it was really weird to see him in this movie where he's a douche, but, like, it's not that same douchey character. It's a different douche. It's a different brand of douche. <laughs> The other one is, like, super obnoxious. This one's like, oh, he's on a weird power trip. <laughs> a different kind of super obnoxious. Yeah. Um, we also meet Nathan, who works in the warehouse. He's, like, that guy. Is he the, the cute black man? Yes. Um, and that's also when we learn that... Sam got offered some sort of position in Paris. And that he was... Yes. And that's why the back and forth with Molly and whether or not he's gonna take it. Which, I mean, go to fucking Paris. Yeah. If you have Um, that opportunity, please take it. (laughs) I mean, something that you're both good at and passionate about. Like, isn't that the dream? Yeah. Um, my next note says, watch your step. Because then we get nice and eerie before the big moment. Which which big moment, man? The, there's, the bridge? There's a lot of death happening. Like, this bridge scene? Well, yes, but lot... you know the scene. Not, like, a specific moment. Okay. The entirety okay. of it. <laughs> okay. Um, I hate the way... Before we move to the bridge, I hate the way that we linger on this log truck. Because we know why well, you're lingering. We know why you're lingering. Stop that. Well, that's the whole point, right? We're lingering on the watcher step before Sam gets on the bus. We also hear um, the the retreat thing is called 180 Corporate Consulting. So again, the number's 180 popping up. Do you remember when we talked about that? I don't, but you're saying it like it's important, so I believe you. Well, it was like flight 180 is the flight, Oh, but also... Um, it's like when somebody has a near-death experience and they turn oh, they their do life a around. Yeah. Um, so I noted that. It's the dust in the wind. Dust in the wind. It's the um, focus on the log truck. It's the focus on construction ahead. It's the, he's looking over out the window and there's a big hole in the bridge, which, my God. I know that there's like no way to shut this bridge down, but this this is scary to me. It's it's this like log truck safe. scary, you know. Like this is not safe. Have you ever been to the Upper Peninsula? Yes, once. Okay, this is how I feel every Close single it. time I cross the Mackinac Bridge. Well, I mean, I know a lot of people who haven't, who are from Michigan and haven't been to the UP, but oh, like that I was a thing. Literally oh, you just went to Mackinac for a wedding. Uh, not for a wedding. For fun? Um, no. <laughs> we were up there for um a funeral. Oh, that's right. Oh my god. Oh no, I feel like an asshole. Sorry, Raina. That's that's okay. You don't remember every social event I have. That's also, true. This was like a year ago. I'm a very busy lady. Sometimes I forget other people's social calendars. You forget your own. I <sighs> tell me about it. Um. <laughs> But yeah, 
that was something that my family did every year growing up. Every summer, everybody would save up their PTO and we would skedaddle. We would take like a few days uh, vacation on Labor Day weekend. Up to the UP, we'd visit the same like handful of towns every year, the same sites, the same restaurants. Um, that was a big part of my childhood. And the bridge always scared the shit out of me. And then I kind of got over it a little bit. And then I started bringing Caleb to the UP because he is from Michigan and had never been. And driving on it is a whole nother fucking experience. And I wanted to shit my pants. I was so scared. Yeah, I feel like it's easier in general to kind of zone out if you're not driving or not yeah. assisting, like, co-piloting. We had the, the like, bridge radio station on to, like, tell me what was going on on the bridge. <laughs> straight told Caleb, you better shut the fuck up. Don't you dare talk to me while I'm driving across this bridge. <sighs> it's scary, and I hate it. And so on the way home, I make him drive back. That's fair. That's fair. But anyway, yeah, this is fucking scary. This is red flag after red flag after red flag. Yeah. And then my next note is just the order that they die in. Candace first. Candace first. That's what you get for running to the edge of the bridge is my note. <laughs> um, Isaac dies next, which... He's he the Isaac. creepy guy? Yeah. Bus falls. Yep. And then Olivia. Hot girl is dead. Ope JK. And then Ope JK again. Yeah. Well, because she falls down. And she lands in the water. But she's alive. And then a car falls on top of her. <laughs> Yeah. She is definitely not alive after that. Not alive. And then, and then Nathan dies. Oh, Nathan. Nathan dies, dies first. Oh. I and must then have that guy. I must have missed his death. The boss's death was super, super graphic and traumatic. Really brutal. So it's he like... gets boiled with asphalt and we watch yeah. his literal skin peel off as he falls. That's pretty fucking hardcore. That's fucking metal. This um, is why we watch horror movies. It was it was a good death. Well done. Uh, and then Peter. The bridge collapses. Rebar through the face. That's Peter. Yeah. And then Sam. Sam gets decapitated. And he thinks... Which, this is something that bothers me throughout this entire plot line. Once they start... Once they figure out that, like, oh, death's coming for me. Um, is that Sam is like, oh, Molly didn't die. Like, you don't know that. You just died. So you didn't get to see the chances of her. The chances of her living are still pretty fucking low. Yeah. So that, Uh, yeah. In all caps, it was all a vision. Well, duh. (laughs) Well, I was not expecting it. This is almost a full page of notes. (laughs) <laughs> Only to find out that was just a daydream. Brittany, that's how these movies always start. I know, but I'm always surprised. <laughs> Why? It's I don't know. Every time. I think I just forget. Like, I know what a Final Destination movie is, but I forget some of the little details like that. Where like It's you're a pretty see, big detail. You're gonna see a lot of people's visions, Brett. <laughs> it's a pretty big detail. What I'm more accustomed to and more familiar with, more well-versed, one might say, is the random fucking ways that people die. The stupid ways that they end up where you're like, there's no fucking way anyone's ever died like that. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, he gets them off the bridge. Yes. And well, not everybody survives IRL. No. And also cue the how did you know? <laughs> because it was I that made the bridge collapse from high winds. Which yeah, I so the purposely built this bridge to be unstable. So then they get taken to like the police station or wherever the fuck they are. And they're all getting questioned. And the one guy says something about um he asks Peter if Sam was like an extremist or something. And Peter's like, wait, you mean like a terrorist? No. <laughs> so Peter puts the fucking pieces together and he's like, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> no. Are you asking me if my best friend is a terrorist? <laughs> Can you imagine getting that call? No. Hey, uh, Raina, is, uh, I need to ask you some questions about your best friend, Kendra. <laughs> Does she have any extremist beliefs? <laughs> is Kendra a terrorist? Um, Only no. in the ways that matter. <laughs> I know that you don't watch Rick and Morty, but that's, no. uh, that's a funny joke where she's like, aren't you a kid? Or aren't you a child? And he goes, Only in the ways that matter. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. We can keep going. <laughs> um, but so then the other cop comes forward and he's like, oh, they're saying it's high winds. You're free to go. And he's like, I'll be seeing you again. I was like, what? Is that a threat? Yeah, what are you, what are you talking about? That's of course it was high winds. Harassment. Of course it was high winds, you fucking buffoon. They were doing construction on the bridge. <laughs> you fool. Um, there was a literal hole in the bridge. What did you think was going to happen? Right. Uh, my next note says, LOL at Dennis saying Isaac's name at the funeral. Oops. Uh, Dennis, a.k.a. that guy. Because he's the boss man. Uh, yeah, he thinks that the creepy guy's dead. Yeah, he's like naming We off. were all hoping. <laughs> he's like naming off people that um, work for the company that have died. And he says Isaac's name, and Isaac just sits up and he's like, "Wait, did he just say my name?" And Olivia starts laughing, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I get really worried with tragedies." <laughs> and then Nathan <laughs> leans over and he just says, "I see dead people." <laughs> so she starts laughing longer. Um, and then my next note, if you can guess it, just Quit says, looking at Molly during funeral is is my next note, and then after that is probably your note in all probably caps. Tony, Tony Todd. Todd. <laughs> Um, he really should stop looking at Molly during the funeral because don't look at her like that. She's behind you. Like it's, <laughs> it's really awkward. You're making creepy. it weird for everybody, dude. But also, like, why didn't they just sit together? <laughs> or alternatively, just leave her the fuck alone, dude. She broke up with you. Leave her alone. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my next note is a quote from Caleb. Okay. About Tony Todd. Okay. He may look innocent, but he's made of bees. That's a really good point. And they should be <laughs> concerned. <laughs> that's that's really funny, actually. <laughs> I thought it was excellent. Well done. This is why we're married. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I got a message from the one of my bosses saying... 
um, hey, we're collecting, I'm collecting money again to go towards uh, Mike, the owner, his Christmas present. I want to try to get the money collected by this date. Uh, Why would I buy my boss a Christmas present? Um, Because we have a Christmas party where we have food and drinks and drinks at ridiculously low prices. Oh. All right. And also we get like a bunch of swag at this party. That's all right. And we have like little stockings that he puts stuff in. That's okay. All right. Um, but <laughs> she said, if anyone has any ideas of things we could get him, please let me know. Thank you. And then she sends another one. <laughs> um, what is literally an hour later saying, respond to this one. Um, I accidentally put Mike on that last message. So do not respond to that one if you have ideas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> this is so funny. Oops. Um, my next note says, what is the age difference between Candace and Peter? <laughs> the plug to the fan looks like a skull. Yes, yes it does. They did that on purpose, and good for them. Um, Randy was really annoyed. He was in the room during this scene. He was mad uh, that they made the pl- plug look like a skull? No. Oh. He was annoyed. <laughs> he was like, why? He was like, I don't know. It's not the water. He's like, I've seen this scene. He was like, it's not the water. It's not the nail, is it? He's like trying to figure out how it was that she died. Um, the, my like, only well, note understand. on this entire series of events in all caps is motherfucking what? <laughs> well, then he was annoyed. He was like, I just don't think that would happen. I also don't think that would happen. And I, know I don't that's think the it point. would. I think that it should have just been like she fell and like, because I feel like you could land that way because you're going pretty fast on the bars i don't and, like, know anything about that snap your neck and you could die that way but like she was crumpled i don't how know do nothing land about that way i don't know nothing about that um that's how i broke my elbow was on the bars i did not know number one did not know that you broke your elbow i just knew that you had like problems with your elbow i thought that was just because i don't have we're old with my elbow you don't have problems with your elbow no. <laughs> you have problems with your knees. Yeah, it's like all my legs. You have and, like, problems with your ankles too. Yeah. It's like my ankles, my knees, my hips. You have problems with your back. I mean, not not on more purpose, than anybody else. But, you know. <laughs> well, you've got scoliosis. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but doesn't really call you out or nothing, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem with my elbow. You don't? No, my brain definitely. As soon as you said, "That's how I broke my elbow," I mean, my brain you, was like, "That explains everything." I mean, you said it very confidently. Oh, my wrists are fucked up. Is that what you're thinking of? Maybe. Um, Do you wear wrist fault. braces sometimes? Yeah, I used to. Okay, but again, that's my own fault. We can get into that. Not we'll unpack that a different time. We'll unpack that a different time. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued, and I can't wait to unpack that with you. It's a drunk story. <laughs> I'm in love. <laughs> my favorite. Um, I broke my elbow, and then the next year I broke my thumb. Oh fuck! Breaking fingers sucks. Um, I broke my elbow at gymnastics. I was on the bars, and I was on the high bar, and I slipped, tried to catch myself, so I stuck out my arm. No. Behind me. No. So that's what broke it. No. Ah. Um, Hell and then, no. and then I broke my thumb at ballet i went to i was at the bar 
again <laughs> i went to do a turn and line like fell and i just landed on it wrong weird yeah and huh. i remember because my mom made me stay for the rest of dance well night. yeah i mean your legs aren't broken well it also like it didn't look broken like it took a while to swell up did it good for you man that's great maybe good for you I'm glad that it took a little while to start swelling. When I broke my finger, it looked like a fucking sumo wrestler had grown onto my hand. I guess I just tried a little harder than you did. Clearly, your body (laughs) handles trauma in a different way than my body handles trauma. Well done. Um, But yeah. When I broke my finger, uh, I was playing volleyball and we all thought it was jammed. The girls on my team and I. So I had them. I feel like it's just harder to know with fingers. It's hard. So I had them all pulling on my finger <gasps> no. to try to help me unjam it. Oh my Have god! You, yeah, you know the like, the like the flick that you do for people with jammed fingers. Uh, I had the whole team do it. Oh I asked god. my coach to do it. I was like, "Please help me." He said, "I'm not going to do that because if it's broken, I'm not going to be." for making it worse i think that's coach, i don't think it's broken they made oh, me God. play the rest of practice with my broken finger well you said i don't think it's broken i don't think it's broken and but i played with it i was oh shit 15 16 yeah i was a lot younger than that when i broke my bones yeah. <laughs> it was because so i went up for a block they had us um i was on jv and they had a scrimmaging varsity i went up to block uh one of the girls hit that they were going up for and i caught it i don't know how the fuck i did this to be honest with you hit it with my right pinky and it the way that it broke my finger like it was a spiral fracture like it had turned Mm -hmm. and i don't know how that happened to be honest with you bodies are weird like that bodies are fucking weird dude and that's the story of how we learned how to hit left-handed oh there's a spider on the wall oh but it's really tiny okay like not like not like a tiny spider but like the legs are really thin gross he's too far for me to do anything about it though ask him to go away i mean he's just minding his business i'm not gonna do anything this is your house no, you don't yeah. have to do anything. You can just politely ask him to leave. I don't think he'll understand me. <laughs> it's always worth a try. Um. Anyway, my next note says oh, yeah, Candace. Your next note Candace is dead. Okay, Rip. this she sure Rip. is. Um, Tony Todd. Yes, we see Tony Todd again. Uh, my next note says. Um. Did you notice that the glass frame was cracked on Olivia's face? The yes, I frame? did. Yes, I did. Um, and then my next note is a quote. The, I could do this a hundred times and never recreate what happened here. Because oh, the agents are there. The agents are at the gymnasium. Oh, yeah. And the one guy who thought that Sam was a terrorist <laughs> um, is like well were you able to like figure out what happened here did you set it up and he's like i no (laughs) he says i could do this a hundred times and never recreate what happened here a statistical anomaly oh for sure uh and then my next note says acupuncture scares me 
<laughs> I have a note. I have a few notes before that. Okay. They're all about this guy. I fucking hate this guy. Um, stealing from the person. motherfucking dead. Is that what I'm seeing him do here? He's going through all of yeah. his dead co-workers' desks? Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, what a piece of shit. Then he shows up to this massage clinic. Massage parlor? That's what that's called. Um, and is being super creepy as per usual, but also fucking racist? You have the audacity. Yeah. You yeah. have the audacity. Oh, God, I was fucking repulsed. Um, acupuncture does not scare me as much as it probably should. Um, Obviously, like, it's, I don't know what it is about it. Because The I'm fact not, that like, there's a hundred fucking needles in your body? Maybe, but, like, needles don't really scare me. The quantity of needles is kind maybe of Maybe that's it. I don't know. A few at a time is not a big deal. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> tattoos can sometimes be more than one needle at a time, right? That's how that goes. I feel like I've seen slowed down, like, videos of tattoo guns. Wait, what? I'm sorry. (laughs) So for tattoos sometimes, Mm -hmm. I've seen a couple of videos where it's, like, more than one needle. It's, like, a couple of rows of them. And it's how they do shading sometimes, I guess. Oh, yes. Okay. I don't, but it's, that's different, though. (laughs) That's a whole, you know what I mean though? Like, that's a big difference between like eh, a couple of little needles just going in the skin and like there's a hundred needles <laughs> all over your fucking body. There's a shit ton of really long needles going into your body. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Peter, you're being is. really selfish right now, ruining our toast by talking about your dead partner. <laughs> okay, we're just trying to have a good time. And you're being incredibly rude. Um, my next note just says, I'm glad that Isaac suffered. Yeah. Serves that creepy dude right, to be quite honest. What a dumb way to die. Because he, he gets acupuncture and then somehow ends up falling? He tries like the, to... I don't know if he, like, can't move. Tried to get up? I don't know. False. Well, because that's the other thing. Like, I don't understand acupuncture. No, not at all. Not at all. I know that the, it's truly a fucking science. Yeah. Um, I just don't get it. I don't, I understand, don't understand that science. It. That's not yeah, something I. It doesn't make sense to me. Head so I'm sure that he. But also, like you said, um, a hundred needles in his body or whatever. Probably gonna affect the way that you move. I would think. I don't. I also should say I don't actually know if there was a hundred, but there's like a oh, a but, fuck but there's ton a lot in his yeah. body. There's a shit. We're not not definitively saying. Please don't, don't quote me on that number. <laughs> but like he tries to get up, and I think he slips and falls. I something like that. Like face forward, or the because so no, the table collapses. Doesn't the it? table collapses. That's the other thing. There's always a million things happening. Yes, it's it can be kind of hard to like pin down. There's so much happening in this scene. How did we? How did we get? How did we get here? Yeah, but anyway, he ends up face planting on the floor. All All the needles needles are now. (laughs) (laughs) I was so happy that Mark didn't come home until like the very end of this movie, because it means that he missed this scene and he missed the LASIK scene. He doesn't like seeing things in people's body like that. No. No. Which is fair. It's creepy. It's icky. 
you know? It's, yeah. Um, but that's but, his aversion for and horror. And I'm like, oh no. I'm that's like, Randy was sitting on the couch with me, or sitting on the couch, and I was in my chair. And he was just like, just sitting there. And I was like, oh my God, I really hope that Mark doesn't come home for like just another 10 minutes. <laughs> so I was like, after that, like, it should be fine. It should be fine. I was like, I think I remembered how the movie ends in the showdown. And I was like, but these two scenes are just really going to bother him if he comes home. <laughs> um, so all the Neils are in Isaac's body. And then, like, also, then a fire starts. And then, and then he, he thinks he's fine. Alcohol. Yeah. And then the Buddha statue falling on his head is what kills him. We Right. Like, there's a small fire that starts. Then he spills yeah. some alcohol. It turns into a really big fire. He slips yeah. and falls again. He's safe for a moment. And then somehow the yeah. shelf falls off the wall and he his head gets crushed by a big Buddha statue. Yeah. So Isaac really went through it. But... Well deserved. Him right. <laughs> Fuck you, Isaac. My next note um, just says killing people to survive death's list question mark. My next note says Tony Todd, the coroner. Yes. He's <laughs> I don't Sam make the approaches, rules just up. Sam approaches Tony Todd and he's like, What are you doing here? And he's like, My job. My fucking job. I don't make the rules. I just clean up after the game is over. <laughs> Um, and in my note just says the LASIK scene oh god yes I, well I wrote I hate where this eye surgery plot line is going because this is another of my biggest fears in real life Yeah. and then after it was all over I wrote yep I hated every single thing about that <laughs> this was another death where Randy was like I just don't think that would happen <laughs> it's terrifying have you ever seen this I also know that we're on very different sides of the internet we're on we're very different people um I really like watching medical videos. I hate watching those. Okay. I just don't so, need to see them. I don't want to. That's fair. I have accidentally stumbled across more than one video of eye surgeries. And oh, I God. think that they are the most disgusting things in the entire world. It makes my body hurt. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I, I understand that. Like, I saw a video the other day of this woman getting cataract surgery. Oh, God. <laughs> And like, holy motherfuck. <laughs> um, and that's more graphic than anything that Final Destination could show me. Well, yeah, because that was a real. That was a real eyeball. Um, you watch this and you're like, oh, that's either special effects or it's CGI. Like, I don't okay. think they actually burned this woman's eyeball out of her face. You know, I'm willing to bet they didn't. I would put money on them not <laughs> doing that. Um. Why do we seem surprised that they're dying in order? Like, that would be my first guess. To be fair, it's not like um, the original where they were all in one place on this plane. Like, Sam was running for his life on this bridge. He was not paying attention to the order that they died in. That's fair. It was a little bit easier for Devin Sawa to look at an outline of the plane and go, here's where the seats were. Here's who had those tickets. <laughs> Got it. A <laughs> um, little bit harder when you're trying to jump I would over guess. huge gaps and bridges. I would assume. 
Um, my next notes say Roy's dead. Oh, Dennis is dead. <laughs> I didn't take any notes about Roy because fuck you, Roy. Roy uh, is a guy who works in the factory portion, and he is giving Nathan so much shit. For no good reason. No good He's reason like, at all. He's like, you cut my hours. He's like, everyone's hours got cut. It's not just you, Roy. He's like, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a huge fucking tragedy. And now the company's trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Like, it's gonna happen. He's like, my bookie doesn't cut hours. My kid's school doesn't cut hours. Blah, blah, blah. So maybe like, you I... should cut your hours with the bookie. God damn. Right. And like, this I get pretty it. self-explanatory. That's horrible to have your hours cut yeah. if that's your 9 to 5. But there's this huge fucking tragedy. People are dying, Kim. <laughs> Literally. Um, but so Roy dies. Uh, what a... Nathan Oof. tries to push him out of the way. Tries to help him. And then Peter immediately gaslights him. And he's like, you did it. You pushed him. You took his life. Did you? Didn't you? You did that, right? And he's like, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe. Um, And then immediately Dennis dies. A wrench straight through the head. Yes. Uh, So we as the audience know that death has skipped over Nathan. Yes. Because another life has been given. Yes. Which is a weird, it's an interesting difference. An interesting plot point to introduce. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is entirely new information. <laughs> um, the restaurant that Sam works at, Le Cafe Miro 81. And so if you flip the number at the end, 1-8, and then the O in Miro, 180. Ah, I see. I see. Um, and then I only have four notes. So we see Sam has begged Molly. He's like, you said you needed a fresh start. Like, this is, they're shutting us down. It's like, just come to Paris with me. Which I do agree. If she only broke up with him, so he would take the internship or apprenticeship or whatever the fuck in Paris. Whatever. If that was the only reason. He's taking it. Truly... it. What'd you say? He's taking it. Like, get back together with him. Well, no. I think she wanted him to take it, but she didn't want him to not take it and stay there with her. Right. But also, like, you just lost your job. Why not just move to Paris? Come with me. I'm gonna right. do the thing that you want <laughs> me to do and that I want to do. So just come hang and out. And now you have the opportunity to come with me. You can come with me now. As long as that was the reason. As long as it wasn't, this isn't working out. I want to break up. <laughs> because that's also fair and valid. Yes. In which case, she should not move to Paris. And she Correct. should just get a new job there. Um, but it seems like that is what it was. Um. So he's like, oh, just come after hours. Like, I'll make you a nice dinner. And we can, like, actually have some time to talk just the two of us and she's like okay and then peter shows up crashes their cute little date which that's a lot of candles there 
That's a fucking hazard. That's a fire hazard. That's a fire hazard, even if death isn't coming after you. Correct. <laughs> that was so many candles. I'm like, why are you not more scared, Sam? What the fuck? Um, so Peter shows up, pulls out a gun, and he's like, um, I'm gonna kill Molly. Yeah. Her life because you said that she lived. Yeah, and he's like, why doesn't she deserve to die? Like, it's not that she doesn't, or that she doesn't deserve to die, but, like, Candace didn't deserve to die. He, like, lists everybody. He's like, these people yeah. didn't deserve to die, which is fair, but also it's not fucking it's not, Molly's fault. It's not Molly's fault she lived. Yeah, which, again, we don't know that she lived. Allegedly Sam just lived. died. Allegedly lived. Um, so then he tries to shoot her, the agent goes in, and then Peter kills the agent. Which was a big move, for sure. Yeah. That's certainly a choice that one could make. (laughs) I wouldn't have. I certainly wouldn't, but that's a choice that could be made. (laughs) So then he kills the agent, and then he's like, oh... I just got this life. Like, I'm not going to spend it in jail. I'm still going to kill you. Um, but then, of course, thwarted. And Sam kills Peter. And then we... Like, all the lights come back on. And you're like, wow, he did it. He got the agent's life. Like, everything's fine. And then it cuts to them on the plane. They're getting ready to go to Paris. And we see the ticket. And it's May 13th, 2000. 2000. And we hear some commotion. And we see Devin Sawa and the douchebag from the original Final Destination getting pulled off the plane. And that's the plot twist. And my next note says, it all comes back, it all comes back, it all comes back. In all caps, minus the first movie, OMG. (laughs) and then we as the audience obviously realize this they're still gonna die it doesn't matter it doesn't matter eventually death comes for us all that's true um and then we watch as this plane catches fire and we watch as she falls out of the plane we watch as sam gets caught on fire and burns to death and then you're thinking that's the end of the movie. But it's not. And then we cut to Nathan in a bar for Roy's wake. And somebody else is like, oh, it's it's really nice that you showed up. Like, I know that he was tough to work with. But it's it's nice of you to care at least this much. Yeah. And he's like, but I guess it was for the best. Um, he had... Whatever like a heart that was condition or something, some sort of heart condition that could have killed him literally any day, any day now. And Nathan goes, any day now. And then the plane crashes into the bar, and Nathan is killed. It all comes back. <laughs> and then my last note just says, "I love this montage of greatest hits." And it's just all the different deaths from the five movies. <laughs> Caleb asked me, he's like, "What the fuck is this?" I said, "I bet you it's a greatest hits of death." Yeah. <laughs> and it sure was. My last note is Tony Todd saying, you all be careful now. Yeah. Iconic. <laughs> we love Tony Todd. Do you feel ready to rate it? 
Yes, ma'am. I'm going to go ahead and give this three chainsaws. Very nice. Um, number one, if you want blood, you got it. <laughs> number two, I knew exactly what I was getting with this movie. You know? <coughs> yeah. I knew, I knew what kind of deaths to expect. I knew what formula was going to happen. There were a few plot twists where I was like, oh, my God, this is the first movie. Um, <laughs> but also, this is, this is a Final Destination movie. I knew exactly what I was going to get. Yeah. Three chainsaws. Very nice. Um, I agree. That's what I like about these ones. And I think it's maybe something that they do better than, like, the Saw movies in terms of... Because Saw is also kind of, you know, just yeah. it's the same thing. You mostly time. know what to get, yeah. But with Saw, I know that we haven't gotten too deep into that um, series yet. I think we've mm-hmm. only watched two of them. I think so. But, um, like, it tries to do a bigger plot twist every time. And sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. Right. Um this one with Final Destination, it's kind of just the same thing every time. But that's okay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I like I, knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. And this, this, I think, did a good job of giving us a plot twist that didn't like take away from anything else. It just happened to be a prequel at the end of it all. <laughs> Um, I give this four. Very nice. I this one like might be my favorite out of the whole <laughs> series. Out of the whole series, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, the original is iconic, and I love Devon Sawa, but I just really like that ending of. I mean, death comes for us all. He does. You can't. Cheat I, it. You can't. That's it, man. There's We're all gonna die. <laughs> everybody, everything. That's that's just it, man. That's life. Get yeah. used to it. Now, I hope to go peacefully and not in a fiery plane crash. But, but that's between the universe and, and Tony and Todd. It's got Tony to Todd. Do with me. <laughs> yeah, that's between Tony Todd and um, well, you know, just Tony Todd <laughs> when he decides to take me. <laughs> whether it be via plane crash or bees you know <laughs> bees um so yeah <laughs> while, we were, while we were watching this after Caleb made the comment about Tony Todd being full of bees I said man we should have asked Tony Todd to marry us we could have just written him a letter and been like dear Mr. Todd we love your movie so much could you please marry us and he probably would have fucking done it Caleb's like can you imagine though like he would have been talking to us at the reception like, so which one of my movies was your favorite? Was it this serious drama or this other like fun romantic comedy? Um, as a joke. And <laughs> I was like, I would just have to tell him, uh, no, sir, I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you, but our favorite movie of yours is the one about he who we do not name. <laughs> God. <laughs> my husband thought it was funny. That's all that matters. Truly. <laughs> that was it. That was Final Destination 5. That's true. Uh, do the thing, you know the thing. The time of this recording, I still haven't posted anything, but it's the same day as the last recording. So, um, Email us, though. 
We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> it's my picnic. Motherfucker, it is my picnic. Yeah. I knew you weren't going to be ready. I, listen, I knew we were recording tonight, and I was like, cool. I'll start thinking about I got about some what time. I <laughs> I've got some time to think about it. And I don't, because I didn't. Um, hmm. Let me see here. Those are just movies that you've watched, Raina. What are you looking at? Letterboxd. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what are you, what are you <clears throat> Give me this watch list and we'll filter it by horror and then we're just going to pick something at random. We already watched that. We already watched that. How about we watch... Hmm. This, is <laughs> tough. this is tough I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give Miri and my husband a shout out here I'm going to hate this movie and I think you're also going to hate this but I think it's time we covered it I'm going to pick Alien from 1979 you think you're going to hate Alien? I hated Alien Oh. I hate sci-fi it's my least favorite it makes me cringe Oh, I can get into sci-fi more than I can fantasy Really? Yeah. Interesting. The more you know. (laughs) You have seen this movie before, though, correct? Like, once. So I don't really remember it. Okay. I have also seen this movie, but once, and I remember just being super fucking pissed about the ending. I don't remember anything, so. All right, so we're going in this with mostly fresh eyes. All right. Alien. Away we go. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.